We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With a look at the other Kansas City teams in sports, here's Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero. What's up? Welcome in. It's Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero. What's up? How we doing? The weather is nice. It's finally spring and we're cooped up in the booth, but it's cool. How you guys doing? Uh, I am uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, is a, tomorrow's Friday. I'm excited. I got a nice full <laughs> weekend ahead of me now. So uh, I'm feeling a little motivated. Tomorrow I'm not going to do anything. Oh, apparently. Looks like we already have an update. Julio, take it. I don't know if you recognize that. Uh, it was a little quiet. Not, it was a little quiet. That was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Let's let's not relive that moment. Let's get our update here. <laughs> we give you an update every <laughs> ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> that one's got me a little perturbed. Uh, Florida is uh, up sixty <laughs> to fifty-seven over Nevada. We got about three and a half left to go in the second. Kentucky still blowing out Abilene Christian. Uh, we got about two minutes left on that one. They're up 76-43. Gonzaga, the number one seed, up over Fairleigh Dickinson, 74-36. Another blowout. That one's got about 10 to go. And Villanova is building their lead over St. Mary's with about 15 to go in the second half, up 40-33. to Back to you, Jillian. It was actually me, not you. Not you. Nice, not Julio. Oh, well, come we, on now. We oh, he threw it to me, so I'll take it. Thanks, Julio. <laughs> Uh, it's March. Obviously, March Madness is in full swing. Brackets are no busted, nothing busted yet, but brackets are made and people are. Yours is already gone? Yeah, uh, Louisville, oh, Minnesota. Lordy. Louisville, Minnesota ruined me. And I, I had a feeling gotcha. Minnesota was going to win, and I was like, no, I'll take Louisville, and I was wrong. Uh, I hate Louisville now. I, I hate the city of Louisville. Everything from it. I hate it. <laughs> Harsh, but Julio will be keeping us updated. Every 10 minutes, you'll hear him pop in with some score updates, so we'll keep you updated there. Uh, also, big night for the Jillian Carroll Uno Cero crew. It is our 21st show together, and it is the 21st of March. I just feel like that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I didn't think about it until you just said it. I uh, I didn't uh, I didn't give it a whole lot. No, of I knew you wouldn't. So that's why I said number. it. You're the only person out of the three of us that actually keeps track of the number of shows that we have done. So yeah, we're all. I know. Yeah, it's we don't. True. Yeah, we don't think that deep about it. But yeah, it's, it, kudos to you for that. Uh, 20, 21 shows. We should uh, we well, should celebrate. I feel like I feel like between the three of us, we should like take twenty one shots or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that might no, be harsh. I might fight somebody if I if I drink twenty one <laughs> shots. Uh, that's a bad idea. I don't know about Julio, uh, but I I do twenty. If I do over twenty shots, somebody's getting punched. That's why I don't drink that much. That's no, a bad between idea. the three of us, between between the three of okay, us, seven each. Homie, yeah, I can on. do I can do seven. I'll I'll still be good too. I'll still want more. I still will probably be on the floor. I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> really? I'll, I'll follow. Seven shots one. get nope. you on the floor, Julio. Nope. Really? Can't do it. Seven shots was my pregame when I was in college. 
That was the. Look, that's how I. That was on my warm up. When you get older, you can't go as hard as you used to. That was how I did. That was me doing calisthenics. That was me doing the the karaoke's no. and the high knees. That that's what seven shots was back in the day. Jillian, if his if his drinking game is anything like he talked about his uh, beer pong talents. He's, uh, he's the Olympics. But that, yeah. was, that was a one-time <laughs> thing. No, that was no. a one-time situation. No. Kobe, no. when he came out of retirement, Kobe no. wasn't good. No. When Kobe came back from his injuries and whatnot after timeout, he wasn't great when he first came back. You were it like, took him a little while. You were like Kobe after he tore his Achilles. That's oh, what he, yeah, but then he came back and scored no. 27 no. a game. Same. But then he scored 27 a game after that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just well, – One I of these days, one. we'll have to prove it. Yeah. One of these days we'll have to prove it. Um, it is our 21st show. It is falling on the 21st of March, which is kind of cool. But uh, it's going to be our last Thursday evening show because our uh, boys in blue, the good old Kansas City Royals, are back in action. So the Jillian Carroll Uno Cero uh, crew, we are. We've got some things brewing. We've got some uh, some news to share pretty soon here, quickly. But just know it's our last Thursday evening. Um, and we are uh, taking our talents to another another day, possibly. We'll we'll have some news to share with you yeah, soon. But twenty first show on the twenty first of March. We are not dead. <laughs> we are uh, we are just taking. Well, we're a not going. Time off. We're not leaving. We're just no. moving. We're taking moving, some time uh, off. We're moving. taking some. We're taking yes. a little time off because uh, yeah, Thursday night's not going to work for us because obviously we are the home of the Royals. You can hear all their games here on six ten Sports Radio, and <laughs> so because uh, because of that, we uh, we. This time slot isn't isn't going to be the perfect time for, slot for us to do our show, so we will be uh, we will you'll hear more news about it later on. We are we can't really talk about it right now, but uh, yeah, we will give you more news. You can follow uh, Jillian at was it Jillian Thomas twenty two on uh, on Twitter, and yep. it is uh, at Sarah right. sixty for me on Twitter. The Julio Sanchez, which is Julio Sanchez's account, he doesn't use it, so he's not gonna. You know, I follow still him. I still need followers. Though. <laughs> I know. You don't use That's it. Fine. You're never on there because you don't but, do anything. But me and but me and, me no. and Jillian will but probably tweet it out did. when we get the news, when we get the when we get the confirmation on the future of Jillian Carroll and Uno Cero entity. We know that you will be just waiting and, and, and just dying to hear the news, but have no fear. We're going out on a high note, 21st show on the 21st of March as far as Thursdays go. But we are not going, we are not, we are just moving. So we will ha- find a new home and let you know when that is. We feel like this will be a better opportunity to reach our fans, obviously, making way for the Royals, as Chris mentioned. So. Last Thursday evening, uh, it's a cool Thursday evening for Kansas City because the man is in town. JT, Justin Timberlake, tonight, in town, putting on a show. Have you guys I, ever been to one of his shows? I, uh, I have I, uh, not. I didn't know that Justin Timberlake was wah, in town. I, uh, I'm is not this a, news? I, Justin Timberlake has yeah, I didn't know. I'm not a JT fan. I like five of his songs. Like That's not Dude. good enough for me to go to a concert. Jillian, what are he you doing He is a tremendous performer. What are you doing to this show? He, oh, come on. <laughs> What's going on? It's Listen, off the rails first of all, now. you're keeping rails. us updated on basketball. No, first of all, you're keeping us updated on basketball. We have made efforts to be more entertainment-based. And the man, JT, is in town. I don't even care if you – I don't know. There's just a lot to like about this guy as a performer. He is talented as – he's incredibly talented, puts on a crazy show. Um, you have to have a favorite JT song. Everybody does. Cry Everybody has one. Cry me a river. So, That's my jam. Okay, I was gonna say you got to say one. I liked him better when he had. I looked up a list because I have. 
Oh, that was so bad. That, that was, was so, so bad. That was so great. <laughs> that was terrible. His I looked at the list, and there too. are a few. He led that, though. You knew, like, you knew he was going to bust out and do his own thing, though. The dude is so talented. Dancing, singing, performing, like, everything. He does it all. But top ten songs in no specific order. Oh, really? Sexy Back. <laughs> what Goes Around. Can't Stop the Feeling. Gone. Remember that one? Uh, like I Love I You featuring song. Clips, which I love. Oh, come on. Suit and Tie featuring Jay-Z. Nope. Another one I love. Mm-mm. Girlfriend, Rock Your Body, Senorita might be my favorite. Um, Crimea River, and then My Love featuring T.I. Huge fan. Huge JT fan. The guy's just amazing. Name your, name your, name your 11 through 20 too. now, because you clearly know his catalog. What's your 11 through 20, <laughs> Jillian? <laughs> nope. Stops right there. Stops right there. You couldn't know. That's it. Favorite one is hard for me. I honestly, I don't know. I like Senorita, probably. And I, no, I also like Love. I also like... Uh, I don't know. So it's They're all good. Favorite. It's not your favorite. He's favorite a performer. Song. Not a few. Oh, God. But it's all good. I know you're done with music. Okay, fine. Moving on. Uh. <laughs> no, we'll keep you updated with scores like Julio mentioned. Um, preview of the show. We got a lot going on. A lot of soccer, obviously. Catch up with Sporting Kansas City as they have kicked off MLS. Um we will update uh, the pay gap lawsuit, which we mentioned a couple weeks ago at this point um, on our Sporting Kansas City special. But um, on May 8th, the women's national team filed a lawsuit. And when we say team, the entire team filed a lawsuit um, in regards to the pay gap and unfair wages. So we will revisit that. Also, U.S. men's national team, I believe they're playing right now. Um, I am not updated on what, what minute we're in in the game there. And then also the college tuition scandal gets pretty heated, and uh, there's actually an athlete or a <laughs> former alleged athlete called out <laughs> named by name. We are that is rough, Jillian. man. We are at halftime, USA are- versus Ecuador, and it is nil-nil. Cero, cero. Cero, cero. There you go. Lots well, of good little update. Thank you, Mr. Update Man. That was very nice. Gotcha. It's very good. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about, and of course... Um, Julio, how are you feeling about KU right now? I'm going to poke you a little bit about they, this one. They made, good? It was a good showing today. They, this was one of their better games they've played all season. He was sweating bullets before the game started. I was not sweating bullets. Yeah, I was were. a little nervous. So oh, yeah. You were sweating. <laughs> you, were, you, had a, you had to douse your, uh, your uh, forehead with the round. Oh, Oh, he was serious about oh, that job. Oh, like the sounder, bro. <laughs> so let's, let's, I didn't hear it before. That's, well, yeah, you're going to hear I, it plenty this hour. <laughs> let's get you a quick update oh, on the scores. Oh, shoot. As we do every 10 minutes, the NCAA scores. Whenever you hear Farouk Manesh break Julio's heart, you know you're about to get some scores yes. on this <laughs> NCAA tournament. It. Let's go, Julio. Every damn time. <laughs> uh, Florida up over Nevada, 67-61. We got about 47 seconds left. So that one's uh, it's a little close. Uh, Kentucky finally ended that slaughter over Abilene Christian, 79-44. The uh, slaughter continuing, I'm sorry, Gonzaga over Fairleigh Dickinson, 80-41, about five and a half left in that one. Uh, Villanova up 47-40 over St. Mary, got about 10 minutes left in that one. Uh, Upcoming, we have Michigan over Montana. That game uh, starts at 8-20, so uh, nine minutes from now. That's our score. Back to you, Jill. Not bad. 
Not bad. I mean, I know that there's been a lot of big moments in March Madness, but is Ali Farrakhmanoush hitting the three to win over KU? Is that one of the biggest? Uh, I mean, for I'm you and I, yes. probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, clearly, <laughs> but like we saw, we saw. I don't a, a know. One I just, beat a, we saw one lose to a 16 last year. I think that's that. That <sighs> takes the case. Or George yeah, Mason making the Final everything. Four. Or when Mizzou got beat down by Norfolk State. Oh, man, I enjoyed that. I can tell you this as a Mizzou hater. I enjoyed watching uh, Kyle O'Quinn just destroy Mizzou's interior for for uh, 40 minutes. Uh, what was this? What was this back in 2012, I think it was? Oh, man, I enjoyed that. Yeah, the How come down. you're a Mizzou hater, though? You enrolled there. You are a one-time right? student well, at Mizzou. I don't... See, see, here's the thing. I'm a Florida fan. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a Florida basketball fan, uh, but I'm a Florida fan. And back then, I was a KU fan. And so I got treated like trash when I was at Mizzou for being a KU Why fan. Why the hell would you go there in the first place then? Because they had Why didn't you just go to KU? No, because they had a great journalism no program sense. at Mizzou. And at that time, I wanted to be a sports center broadcaster. That's true. So uh, okay. I went there thinking I was going to be the next star on sports center. It didn't happen. I ended up switching my major to Japanese. And uh, I got treated what? like trash when I was because uh, they found out I was a, a Florida fan for football and a KU fan for basketball. And they didn't like that for some reason. Rightfully so. And they didn't, I don't know why they understood. Right? They didn't like it, but <laughs> they, they clearly didn't that. understand my predicament. And then some. So I got treated like trash. <laughs> and then you went to Japanese. Yeah, so everybody's like, Japanese what's going on with this guy? None of this makes sense. Because it was a scam to go there for journalism. They, they, you okay, to, wait. You have to apply to the where... journalism school. Yeah, that's true. And that's a good school. It's ridiculous. One of the best. So but I was just like, yeah, your... no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. I'm switching my major. But they treated me like trash. So I, I root against KU. I mean, not KU, but Mizzou at every opportunity I can. Their softball team, I don't okay. like them. The softball team, come on. Does your uh, major in Japanese have anything to do with your infatuation with Goku? No, I like Goku before I like started studying Japanese. I like Goku since I was six. So I was on the, I was on the Goku. No, it was seven. Uh, it was when I was in second grade. I was on the Goku train so then- in second grade. Should I ask it the other way around then? Did the Goku infatuation impact your major? Because it wasn't Japanese. He was like an alternate Earth, so no, it didn't affect that. I didn't know it was Japanese. Between Justin Timberlake and Goku right now, what is going on? It's 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 crazy how she volunteered. She volunteered the Goku topic when usually she hates it when we talk about Goku on the show. Well, I was trying to find a little bit of like, okay, why? Like, where did it come from? But Julian. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> trying to learn like what what the fascination like just, where did it root from like come on it just happened but no okay all right well all right so there it is the Goku and fashion it just happened all right hang with us when we come back we're gonna talk sporting Kansas City uh, tough draw at Colorado felt like a loss honestly but uh, we will break that down and uh, they got a big well, they got a rest week and then a home game coming up so we will talk more of that when we come don't go anywhere. All right, we are back in live with Jillian, Carol, Uno, Saro. Again, it's our 21st show, and it's the 21st of March. I just think that's really cool, so I'm going to say it probably every segment. Yes, but she's going to say that every are. single time she intros the show. <laughs> she's going to talk about it the entire show because somehow this is, well, this is historical here. It's 21st episode I like on it. the 21st I like of March. When, when, I like when stuff like that happens. I feel like that's a that's a good positive thing. If we're gonna make a move or transition days, why not do it? Go out with a bang. Twenty first show on the twenty first of March. Bam, boom, done. 
I'm speechless. I can just see your face right now. Um, anyway, uh, we promised a little uh, Sporting Kansas City talk. Moving on with the show here. Tough draw made the trip out to Commerce City, Colorado. It pained Julio to play that. It really Every pained him. Every damn time. <laughs> wow. It, it While pained we're here, him. Though. Did you pick the sounder? No, no, no. Did you pick it? I picked it, and then I, I showed Julio, and, oh. and Julio was, he I mean, was it's like. it's a good sounder. What can I say? He, he as much said as I hate he, he praised me for oh, it, but great. there was pain in his eyes when he, when he praised me for it. <laughs> Anyways, let's get you our updated score as we do every 10 minutes on the NCAA tournament. Uh, Florida. Over Nevada, it's a final, 70-61, to 61, as well as Kentucky over Abilene Christian, 79-44. Uh, we got about two and a half left to go as Gonzaga is uh, leading uh, Fairleigh Dickinson by quite a bit, 85-47 in a blowout. Got about seven and a half left uh, in the Villanova-St. Mary game. Villanova holding on to a, a small lead, 50-42. to 42. Upcoming at, uh, well, it should be tip-off just about a minute or two. Michigan and Montana. That's what we got. Back to you, Jillian. All right. This guy's good. He's legit. Ten minutes. Bam. He will shut us up if we are talking at the ten-minute mark. Paid to do this. Good man. Not very well. With the quality sounder (laughs) at that. (laughs) I picked the sounder. Uh, I'm bringing it back to. Oh, well, I was going to say yes. Good call. No one asked for but you. But I mean, Julio, you could. I want my my congratulations. (laughs) I want my accolades or my escalades. Escalades, Jamal Charles. <laughs> Bringing it back to Sporting Kansas City. Made the trip to Commerce City, Colorado. Um, came home with a point. We'll just start with a positive and say that they came home with a point. Uh, tough matchup. Didn't show their best. We've been. Fi- I think that they've been fighting some fatigue and tired legs, well, the whole season at this point. Um uh, Johnny Rockets to save the day came in. Uh, he came in as a sub, didn't he? No, he went right out afterwards. Is that what it was? I can't remember now. Uh, smashed a free kick though. Left foot in the upper ninety. Smashed it. Beautiful. Um, to save the day to help steal a point. So the guys made out with one. Uh, certainly not a game that they probably walked her away being very proud of. Certainly one that they're gonna w- want to get back. Um, but, you know, it's early in the season, so they're going to have to make up for that point down the line somewhere. Here's the thing. I don't really feel like this was a disappointing draw. Like, normally... If oh, come if, on. No, because they were, if they were fresh, if they were rested, I would be disappointed. I'm not because I just watched them go out They have one of the deepest days. rosters, though. Yeah, but they just spent three days earlier with their A squad out there playing against Independiente trying to to make sure that they got to the next round in the CONCACAF Champions League. They're taking it seriously this year. Mm -hmm. In previous years, MLS teams have not taken it seriously because it's it's so horribly timed the way they do the CCL. But now teams Well, it's also a difficult feat Yeah, it's very difficult. There's a lot of good teams that they're playing. And the next team that they're going to play in the next round uh, coming up here in a couple weeks, Monterey, ain't no joke. They're a powerhouse. Monterey. Um, And so, so, like, yeah, they've got a a tough draw thus far. Independiente is a good team. They mopped the floor with Toronto last year. So this is is a really good team that they're playing. And the fact that they they went out there and played that tough game, even though it was at home, it's still a tough game because it's a good team. 
and then you go to Colorado in that altitude and you play against a Colorado Rapids team that is better than they were last year, probably because they have half your team from a couple years ago. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> say. <laughs> that's pretty impressive that what, what they did going out there and, and getting a draw against a team that is much improved in that altitude with them being tired. So I'm not going to hold it against them a whole lot. You got to draw. You didn't lose. And that's to me, that's a plus considering the mileage that they have on their legs this early in the season. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to stay with the fact that it's disappointing because I still believe, yes, inject Diego Rubio into their offense, Benny Fellhaber into the middle of the field, and who am I missing? Kai Kamara. Uh, inject them into the Rapids team, and it's certainly improved automatically. Those are three players that will make the game, will make that team stronger. Absolutely. However, I still see Sporting Kansas City as having a roster that, even after a difficult feat uh, such as a CCL game and the traveling, I mean, it's it's been tough certainly. However, I still think that if you're a world class team, which Sporting is, and with the roster they have, they need to go in there. And beat that team. So I still think it's a disappointing tie or draw here. Um, obviously, you know, shallowy out. Um, that is, it's not a positive for them, certainly. But again, the roster is deep enough where I expect them to go in and be able to go in and make a difference. And, um, you know, I thought they should have come out with some with more than one point. But, you know, having, you can break it down and say this, that, and the other. That. That free kick from Johnny Russell, holy moly, beauty. That was, Tim Howard had no chance. <laughs> um, and and that's, I think, again, shout out to Peter Vermees for bringing in players of this caliber um, and bringing in many of them to come in and finish the job off, right? Go in and, and put the ball in the back of the net and, and, and take away the point. Um, but, again, I think it, it should have been, I think they were a stronger team. I think that player for player and structurally the team sporting should have come out with a win. I really do. Here, here's the thing about them being uh, deep. I think they're deep in certain spots. Like in their midfield, they got some depth. Yeah. In their, in their, in their back line, mm-hmm. they got some depth. I don't think they have a whole lot of depth on that front line. And shall, the loss of Shallowy, if it extends in, over a long period of time, could hurt them bad. Shallowy was their best scorer last year. By far. I mean, Johnny right. Rockets was great, but Shallowy, not only was he their best scorer, he was a guy that was setting up other people for goals, too. And so I think this this could be a very devastating loss for them if it stands to go over a long period of time because he's, he tends to be the guy that's the one creating the offense for the team. And I don't think a guy like Gerso can come in and fill that role very well. You guys know how I feel about, about Gerso. Now just Gerso, no longer Fernandez. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about him. He's a guy that he could be a little questionable. I, I know like Julio, he has his, he has his uh, hatred for one uh, uh, Johan Quaze. Uh, my guy, I don't even hate him. I, I just, I don't really like him starting, that that being Gerso. I feel like Gerso is a guy that is a great energy guy off the bench. When you want to inject your, mm-hmm. your team with some energy in the second half, you know, 60 minutes in or whatever. But as a starter, I, I don't trust him because I just feel like, I don't feel like he's got the fitness to go out there and play a full 90 the way that we would like to see somebody playing the left wing do that. 
And at the same time, I don't really feel like his play style really works too well with the other guys out there. So I don't know if they're that deep where they need to be. And that's the reason why I feel like it's it's not so it's so concerning that they didn't go out there and, and get a win in Colorado because I think when you take away Shallowy from the team, it's a pretty big loss considering how important he was to their offense last season. Yeah, I agree with you specifically with Gerso. I just believe he's a little bit more one-dimensional where Daniel Shallowy just brings so much creativity and so much, so many just options up front. So I think you're right with uh, the depth lacking up front. Um, obviously, we saw Johan up front more, well, more attacking last year, last season, and now, you know, in the back line. So you take him out. Obviously, Shelton's gone. Um, I do think Namath and Shallowy together are going to be clutch and I do see Gerso I'm with you as far as he's just one dimensional I don't see him as um as being impactful as a starter as he is that just fresh injection of energy like you were talking about so um I do see um a lot of potential coming out of Busio in the middle um this young kid is is pretty fearless as we saw um as we continue to see really i mean 16 years old and just creating so much i think that he does need some more minutes i mean again he's 16 years old um but i do think that he is going to do a lot for this team offensively i think that he has a i think that he has incredible vision i think with Johnny Russell um, with Namath. I think that he's going to be able to create some just really highly intelligent soccer going forward and offense going forward. So, um, you know, uh, you look at Espinoza in that game. Um, that's his hometown, isn't it? So playing in front of his crowd. I don't. I think yeah. last year or two years ago, he took a red card and exited. So I think he always has a tough time playing there. And I don't know if it's just more pressure on him because it's his hometown or I don't know what it is, but. Um, and you know he's not getting any younger, so bless his heart. He's the mileage might she just show more on him than maybe some of the other. Guys. You can't be serious with that shot. Thank you for allowing <laughs> me to interrupt, Jillian. Uh, as we do at uh, every ten minutes, we get you the updated scores. We'll be uh, getting this to you every day throughout the tournament. Uh, St. Mary down 49-55 to Villanova. I should just start giving all these scores backwards because that's what I do. Uh, two and a half minutes <laughs> left in that game. You just looked at the, did you look at the TV and you just saw the score there? No comment. Uh, Montana, Michigan <laughs> has not kicked off quite yet. Uh, we have Walford and Seton Hall. Uh, that's going to be kicking off at 840. Um, some finals. Uh, Gonzaga over Fairleigh Dickinson, finally. No one has to be subjected to watching that garbage, 87-49. As well as the garbage of Kentucky over Abilene Christian, 79-44. That's our update. Thank you, Jillian. Oh, no, thank you, Julio. The people want to hear the scores. She gets so joy every time you play that cut. That's why she said thank you that way. Like she it. really Come on, enjoys. I didn't even say she really anything. enjoys hearing Ali Farukmanes drain that oh three wide open in the corner there. there. You just ruined it. Oh, she enjoys. I enjoyed it. I actually. I, I, I didn't actually, say a word. It actually brought up a little because that was back when I was a KU fan. So that it brought me a little pain cutting that and putting that in the system because that was a very devastating You're loss wild, for me as a fan. I seriously, I got treated terrible. About to cut his mic off after he lo- after they to lost happen. to you and I. Right, I'm seed. I'm game with that. Oh man, it was so bad. Continue with the show. Anyway, Sporting Kansas City 
took the draw in, against the Rapids, but uh, have a week off now, so they will rest the legs and be fresh to host the Montreal Impact Saturday, March third at March thirtieth at <laughs> Children's Mercy Park. I know we will all be there in the house, so that will be a pretty big game. I'm excited for that. More uh, Jillian Carroll and Osara when we get back from break. We are back in. It's Jill and Carol Uno Cero for the 21st time on March 21st. Okay, sorry, I did it again. Um, not to be, don't be upset. We are not ending the show. We're simply moving. So this is our last Thursday evening with the crew. We'll let you know our new, new day when we have that confirmed. But, uh, talking some soccer, obviously sporting Kansas City in the, in the middle, of, well, not the middle, still kind of the beginning of MLS season, but, um, in the middle of a game, Julia, I don't know what minute we're at for U.S. men right now, but we are probably well into the second half um, as they are playing Ecuador. And we are now discussing 66th minute. the pay gap debate because 60th is six minutes. Score still nil-nil? Yes. Question mark? Yeah, <laughs> yes. They, uh, they so have we are talking about the pay gap. They have a combined five shots in the game, one shot on goal between the two teams. This well, is a terrible exciting game. This is a terrible game. Ouch. This is, I mean, Ouch. I know a lot of people look at, at, at zero zero and say that's not exciting in general, but the fact that there are five shots, but period, there's shots, yeah, one on goal, yeah, this is a terrible that's, game. That's rough. I don't know what's happening there. That's that's very badly. But guess what? They're still getting paid more than the women for doing it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, she about to make us feel <laughs> That was bad. No. <laughs> I'm just like speaking some truth right now. The fact that U.S. women's soccer, the entire team on March 8th, Women's Day, filed a lawsuit against the USSF, the Federation, the Soccer Federation. And this comes five years after three players had previously filed a wage discrimination lawsuit. Um, and obviously nothing has changed. The matter is still unresolved. And now things have clearly escalated, being that the women have timed this beautifully. I swear, women and their timing, we're just good. I'm telling you what. They timed it beautifully <laughs> because there's a lot of pressure now on USSF because they are under three months away from the World Cup in Paris, France, which could be their fourth world title. And they are pressing the issue that, hey, the pay gap debate has not been solved. This is not okay. And we're speaking up and we're doing it in numbers, the entire team. So it's, um, I'm not surprised that the, that the matter is unresolved. Um, I am shocked and anxious for these women. The fact that they spoke up when they did, I'm, you know, proud of them for banning together and making that, making a statement here. It's just, you know, now it's a wait and see game. Yeah. And, um, just as to- Chris, you, you sent out an article. Just to just to chime in here on this. No, you're uh, good. <laughs> look, this uh, this is one of the very few sports, as far as women's soccer goes, that is comparable as far as revenue and, and earnings and that, and on a success level, that's comparable to to where where the men are, if not more so. I mean, you look at you know basketball, uh, you know baseball versus softball, that kind of thing. You know, there's not you can't really compare the two. But when it comes to women's soccer, uh, as far as the national level goes. 
not only are they more successful, but when you go to these games, I don't, I don't know if either of you two have been to any uh, U.S. Women's National Team games. I would assume Jillian's been to one. But they, I mean, that's a big deal, and they, they certainly. Draw a and Julio, I might stop you because no, there's no comparison here. Hands down, the women's team is more successful. There's absolutely no comparison there. And hands down, the fan base these games is growing. Now, I can't say that the women's fan base is larger, but the success rate, absolutely. I mean, numbers don't lie. And how many titles does the women's team have? How many titles does the men's team have? I mean, there's no comparison there. So, God damn it. <laughs> That's what we have a dump button for. Obviously, <laughs> Jillian loves it, as we do every 10 minutes because she's obviously not watching the clock. We update you with the NCAA Men Tournament scores. We'll be doing it throughout the entirety of the tournament. Uh, turning back to the scores, Villanova. How am I supposed to watch the clock when you? <laughs> it's called the phone, Jillian. 61-57 over St. Mary. 13 seconds left in that, so that's pretty much a wrap. Uh, we have Montana, Michigan, which has not started. I don't know why. It looks like they maybe moved the time. Uh, Seton Hall, Wolford just kicked off. 1940 to go in the first half. We're looking at 0 0. No, no, uh, Wofford just scored. It's 2 0 now. Okay, it's 2 0 now. Get the score right. Uh, and know. then following that, Purdue is scheduled to tip <laughs> off against Old Dominion at 8 50. Thank you, Jillian. You can proceed with wherever the hell you're going. Okay, thank you. It's not that I wasn't watching the clock. I was just trying to say, how do you expect me to stop talking when you tried to compare the success of the men's national soccer team to the women's national soccer team? There's no comparison, homie. You know that as well I as I do. Yeah, there's no comparison, homie. Okay. Not at all. We're on that level now? This I, is professional radio. Let's be real. Jillian. There's not. Here, here's here's the thing. is like, Please. If, if it we're is talking not. Of, if we're talking about the revenue, yeah, no. The, yeah, the revenue that they generate mm-hmm. versus... Versus the men is comparable, so I do think that at that point they absolutely should yeah. be should be paid comparable to what the men are being paid. Now, I and here's the thing that like when we talk about like the wage gap as far as like other sports go, like because I've heard this with WNBA players talking about how like hey I'd like to make a million dollars. Like it'd be great if you can make a million dollars, but your league makes thirty million dollars total My point. a year. My point. Like we have to get to a yeah. point right. where you are making mo- enough right. money to be able to pay. Those like like if you look at like the uh, like the NWSL right now, they don't make enough money to be able to pay the players comparable to what the MLS can pay. Now, if the MLS helps out and no, gives most them financial of those teams, support, yeah, yeah, if we can give these guys some more financial no, most, support, most yeah. of those teams aren't making. Most of those teams aren't making any money. In fact, they lose money every yes, year, year yes. over year. But mm-hmm. I understand that. I, I know it gets down to the collective bargaining agreements that have been set in place. But what I'm saying is it's time to address them. It's time to edit them. It's time to update them and change them. And it is disheartening to hear of whether it be a man and a woman or two women or two men or whoever. If two people are doing the exact same job for the exact same company, they deserve to be paid equally. And that's what it gets down to right now. And so, I, I, again, I've said it a hundred times, though, I'm so anxious for these women because they made a huge, they took a huge risk um, with this timing because I can't, for the life of me, put myself in their shoes and say I'm willing to use the platform I have right now for women before me and women who come after me to I'm willing to sacrifice a potential World Cup. Like, they're potentially sacrificing playing in that World Cup title. Like, that's are insane they, to me that are, they're willing. Are they really I, taking the I chance? I think so. I, I don't. I mean, they have all the leverage, right? I mean, they're, they are the big draw when it comes to 
even just internationally, the U.S. women's soccer is is one of, if not the biggest draws as far as teams go. Again, hundred percent. Yeah, and again, as far as an audience goes, I would venture to you know just to throw it out there that they get more viewership and and more you know more people in the seats as far as the women go as opposed to the men. Yes, I mean they have all the leverage right now, especially with the World Cup coming up. That's even more leverage for them. So I don't. I, I don't think it's crazy at all, and I don't. I don't think they have any choice but to bend to uh, to their demands at this point. Well, that's the thing. But they also did this five years ago, and nothing has changed in five years. Yes, they won a World Cup. Did anything change? No, the women just kept playing. You know, did they did this already? Now they've never done it with an entire team. You know, but previously it was three players. Um, so yeah, so I'm with you as far as they're, they're making this huge statement, but I'm anxious because if I'm putting myself in their shoes and I look history that nothing has, nothing, this matter has been unresolved for a world cup because this decision can't be made. So I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm eager. And I hope that their statement is, is received well. And I think some, I hope some changes are made. So the pay gap debate continues. We'll continue to keep you updated. As you can see, it's a big, uh, big topic with our crew. But don't go anywhere. Jillian Carroll and Sara returns after break. We are back, Anna, Jillian, Carol, Uno, Saro. It's the whole crew for the 21st time on March 21st. We got a whole lot of soccer coming up. Up oh, and some basketball. I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoy just kind of interrupting Jillian in the middle of her sentence. <laughs> oh, you certainly do. I, Don't I, lie. You certainly do. Jillian's getting mad over here. She, she is. does not like this. She is. No, nah, man. Do your thing, man. All right. As we do every She's gonna 10 minutes. She's going to be seething quietly while you do your scores. As we do every 10 minutes throughout the <laughs> NCAA tournament on every show you hear on 610 Sports Radio. Let's get you some quick updates on the scores. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left in the first half. Wofford down to Seton Hall, 12 to 10. Looks like we just kicked off, or just tipped off here. Michigan and Montana with a 0-0 <laughs> score. Uh, we have Old Dominion taking on Purdue in a 3-14 matchup at 50. So should be tipping off here shortly. And uh, the last game on the docket for the night uh, should be a good one. Syracuse versus Baylor. That's eight versus nine at uh, 9 p.m. Tip off. Back to you, Jillian. All right, so I have to ask, because every time I hear Binkley call you out or call your name, he says Julio Sanchez. But I say Julio Sanchez, so which one's right? You are not right. He is right. Dang. And that is a, that is a whole internal thing we have going here because everyone likes to say my name differently, but it is Sanchez. You well, the, you could have told me I was saying it wrong. I just prefer to, you to hear no? it. No? Julio has been called Sanchez his entire life. He's used to it. He's not going to correct people for it. I, Sanchez. I, you have to say, you have to accentuate the ah in Sanchez. If you want to say it correctly yeah. in a Hispanic, the his, Hispanic culture-wise, it's Sanchez. Everyone else, it's just Sanchez. Yeah, in America, we just say Sanchez because we don't know any better. We pronounce everyone's name. How do you want your name to be pronounced, Julio? Can Sanchez? You, can you say Sanchez? Just the, yeah. the way, ah, way Big says it. Just, I need the emphasis on the ah. Okay, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Sanchez. I like it. You're like, no. <laughs> he, he, he loves All it. Right, it, anyway. it. It makes his day when people say Sanchez. Just rolls off the tongue so nicely. God. Sanchez. 
Uh, the college scandal that now has 50 people charged by the FBI, 50 people, for anything from cheating on tests to simply lax admission standards, um, has come to a peak now. Kristen does an, an article that I was dying, or I don't know, did I send, I can't even you remember. You sent it to me, it you sent it to me in Facebook did, chat was, this morning. Okay, I was dying. It straight up says, meet the fraudulent NCAA women's soccer national runner-up who never actually played. And it has a mugshot of this girl. This poor thing is just outed. And, I mean, this story is, this is bad. So she was a UCLA um, rostered soccer player. But this girl, Laura Isaacson, she's getting called out all over the world right now. Uh, basically admitted after posing as a soccer recruit. They made her, they gave her a jersey number. They had a bio on the website. I mean, this is insane. This girl is straight up impostering <laughs> being a soccer player at UCLA, which is probably one of the top two or three schools any given year. I mean, this is wild. And this is, um, I mean, just straight up out there. There's her face. This, I mean, what do you think her friends are doing? Like, girl, I saw your picture. Like, what? <laughs> this is crazy to me. Here's the, here's the thing that, that annoys me about this. Uh, part of it is because of the fact that uh, she can afford to... Uh, supposedly, she is a uh, she is a champion horseback rider. Uh, I never... Yeah, they asked her the thrill of yeah, her athletic yeah, career, like, and it oh. was something about... <laughs> Winning like a championship in Come horseback riding, which you know, for us peons, us us common folk, we don't ride horses for competition here. We don't we don't do the dressage thing. We don't like run around prancing on horses. You know, we we play real sports. We do real activities. So that kind of perturbs me there. Uh, but it, you know what? Really, it just really gets on my like. Think about how many athletes had their potential right. s- spots taken by these fake athletes whose parents got a lot of money. And so they can just pay for their kid to be a quote-unquote recruit or even be on the team and take up a roster spot or maybe even a scholarship. Like, think about it. I could have had a soccer scholarship, but some rich person out there went and, and paid and took the spot on whatever team that could have recruited me at a Ruskin High School to play center forward for them. I'm mad about this. This could have been. This is an opportunity for a lot of kids out here who could have had a scholarship somewhere or just a spot to walk on and potentially go out there and make money, and instead you got rich people taking their spot. This gets on my nerves. It's, it's, it's hits me deep to the core. So, so this specific article has me dying laughing because it just has her out there. Like, there's her face. Like, here's her jersey number, number 41 as a soccer player. That's not a number you're going to wear. I mean, come on. Like, that part of it is, like, legitimately humorous to me. But I'm with you. When, when you get down and peel back the layers of the onion with this, there are so many people that had to have been aware of this. And I mean... From coaching staff to equipment staff to, I mean, what about the player? What about the her quote-unquote teammates? And so the fact that, like, to your point, that someone else could have been there not only pursuing a dream of playing soccer in college, but also receiving a high-quality education for, you know, not free, but under scholarship, you know, circumstances, like, this is very bad, and I think we're going to start seeing more of these Lauren Isaacsons 
photos popping up here and there, and I think we need to see them. I think they all need to be outed, and I think that this needs to be... uh, It's not even nipped in the bud because who knows how long it's been happening, but it's definitely an issue that needs to come to an end, and so I don't know what these charges consist of. I know it's 50 people charged by the FBI, but I don't know... I have I haven't heard specific punishments yet, but I'm incredibly intrigued as to how they are going to address this and punish them. And then, I mean, there's nothing really they can do for the Chris Powell's of the world who didn't get recruited because Why these other people did. Because I, yeah. I always call you out at least once a show. Come Every on show, now. Usually it's at the beginning of the show. <laughs> usually it's before we get into the flow of the show. You waited until the end of the show to insult me. The very end of our last show for, for I did now. not insult you. Shut <laughs> It's our last one. It's the 21st on the 21st. I had to hold off to the end. But, like, how are these people going to repay these athletes with... (laughs) It absolutely was not premeditated. But I'm highly concerned with how athletes are going to get repaid because you can't go back and do college over again on scholarship now because money opened up. So, it's wild. Sportsman and uh, I don't even know if these are considered helicopter mom and helicopter dad. These are just... Rich people throwing their money around is what it feels like. Any interesting scores, Julio? No, not yet. Not yet? Was no. it Wofford's like 5-2 to two <laughs> still? 13, uh, they're down by 1, 13-14 to Seton Hall. That's going to be a barn burner to end the night. Watch out now. It's going to be the, the match of the, <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the first day of the tournament right here. Well... Julian Carroll, Uno Cero, 21st show on March 21st, our last Thursday evening <laughs> show. Day. But follow all of us for updates. We will be moving. We will let you know when as soon as we can because we want you to come hang out with us. So it's been real. But for now, on Thursday nights, we're signing out. Catch you guys on the flip. Deuces. Julian Carroll and Uno Cero. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.